0: to talk to you guys this morning about the great delay. <laughs> right? <laughs> Am I speaking your language or what? I mean, we're all, we've all got jackets, right? <laughs> Welcome to the club. If you're a Christian, you are on hold, right? Or have been on hold. So uh, we've actually, uh, all of us are perfecting the art of waiting. It's like, God, I don't know what you're doing, but uh, it doesn't look like you're doing it, you know? It's just like, I got into the kingdom to advance, and you're thinking advance, you know? That kind of has some movement associated with it, but it feels like I'm standing still all the time, you know? And um, so I want to talk to you this morning about this word that I, I don't really, I'm not very good at, and, and it's a word that is not my favorite word. In fact, I, I actually detest this word. Um, and this word is called patience. I'm a driver by nature. You know, you've heard of the the uh, Energizer bunny. I'm actually like a AAA battery bunny. I like to go fast, and I like to go long, and I like to run. Running is something I love doing. I love to see things multiplied. I like math and exponential numbers, everything that's big and large and fast and wide. Are you with me? You know, we're Americans. Give me the Big Mac. I want the extra size fry and I want a milkshake with that. I want the big and the fat. I love it. And I loved the holidays. I was like, if I could just enlarge my stomach so I could be extra gluttonous right now, that would be glorious. I've got on my stretchy pants, by the way. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Anyway, so David himself had this very same problem. And he said this in, in uh, Psalm 13 where he was like, how long, oh, God? How long, oh, God? How many of us have said that over and over? He said, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my own soul? Okay, that's like four how longs in, in one psalm how long? How long am I going to wait? How long am I going to wait? This is, this is really ridiculous. I'm getting to the point of kind of complaining, a little arguing, a little not understanding. And so pretty much the word that is on our lips over and over is why? 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 I don't get this. I don't get this. If it were me, If I were you, I would be really moving through me at a great speed because I know that you want to advance your kingdom, and I'm here, and I'm ready, and I'm in position, and I'm, come on, God, 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 you know? I don't want to be like Abraham and give the world an Ishmael with today we have ISIS. Thank you, Abraham. Okay? So, it's like, I don't want to do that, but... I, I, something, throw me a bone, right? Right? So, I want to talk to you today about the activity of being patient. Um, so, I looked this up in dictionary.com, don't you love that? Okay, so patient, being patient, the word patient is a noun. And it's a person that needs medical care, which is typically what happens to me when I'm having to be patient, okay? And the second is an adjective, and it says bearing delay, hardship, and pain, with fortitude and calm, and without complaint or anger. I'm thinking, well, you obviously haven't seen me at my house lately, because <laughs> it's like shantiyatayarabaha. I better pray in tongues, because if I don't, who knows what's coming out of my mouth, you know? <laughs> Don't complain, don't complain, don't complain. Fortitude and calm, those are two really good things that I need to be perfected in, obviously. You know, the children in the wilderness, the children of Israel, when they were in the wilderness, their waiting for the promised land actually was the very thing that caused them to be prepared to believe when the promise came. I know, right? Right? So this is the question I ask myself over and over, and I know this is a question you asked yourself because you're not any different than I am. We're all the same. When? When, God? But the Lord is purposeful in the activity of patience and building the fruit of patience in us. Because patience creates faith. And he said in his word, when I come back, will I find faith in the earth? Because we're that Instagram, Insta gratification, instant food, instant generation. And he said, no, 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 that's not the ways of God. The ways of God are long suffering. Whoever goes to that conference, I'm going to teach you how to long suffer. Let's go, hun, get some popcorn. This is going to be awesome. No, I want to go to the Insta conference where somebody lays hands on me and I get to where I'm going. Right? I want that anointing. Praise the Lord all right so let's turn uh, to your in your Bibles too or your or your smartphones your Instaphone to uh, Luke 8 um, and and let's read uh, what Jesus was teaching us in the the parable of the sower that's so beautiful I hear a baby wh- whistling do you hear that it's like Either that or there's a bird in here. I don't know. Praise the Lord. That's a gift. (laughs) It's a robot. All right. Um, Luke 8, verse 5. A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trampled underfoot. And the birds of the air devoured it, and some fell on the rock, and it grew up and withered away, because it had no moisture. And some fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. As he said these things, he called out, He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. And the disciples asked him what this parable meant, and he said, to you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God, but for others it they, come, they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard, then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, so that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, they receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while, and in a time of testing, fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear, but they go on their way. They are choked by the cares and the riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. As for the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. And the New King James says that they keep it and bear fruit with patience. Turn to your neighbor and say, keep it and bear fruit with patience. Did you ever see that before? Bear fruit with patience. There's that word again they bear fruit with patience. We bear fruit with patience. So the Bible, as we know, I love it. It's kind of the yin and the yang, the do's and the don'ts. New Testament guys, here's what you do. Here's what you don't do. It's, it's got the lists of the do's and the don'ts. And here it gives us the lists of the do's and the don'ts. Very clearly it says, don't let temptation the cares the riches and the pleasures of life steal the word that was given to you because every single one of you were given a word not only the word but a word every single one of you and throughout the entire word of god were given a word from god everybody everybody gets a purpose and a plan and a word and a prophecy. Everybody gets it. And then what happens comes the great delay. I haven't met one person in the kingdom that got the word and the word did not have to germinate within them. Because the word, God is not after the promise God is after himself in us. He is the promise. He is the word. And he wants that word. He wants himself to germinate so that the words that come out of your mouth are the same as the words that come out of his mouth. Because the dues is this in this parable. But to those that keep the word... Those that keep the word, you will bear great fruit with patience. So I'm going to talk to you about some of the things that the great delay does. Number one, delay perfects us. So first comes a promise, then comes the delay, then comes the fulfillment. We think fulfillment is... The promise, but patience in the delay is actually the promise. Working out patience in us is the thing that He's after. He's looking for you to sit down on the inside so that He can be enthroned in you. That's good, Tracy. Amen. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> All right, Uh, James 1, 3 through 5. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete and lacking nothing. See, we all thought it was about the thing that God had called us to do, but the thing that he calls us to do is to look like him and to be one with him. Right? All right. So, Here are five things that it does. Number one, the perfection delay. The delay perfects, and this is how it happens. Number one, it builds intimacy with God. Number two, it builds dependency on God. Number three, am I going too fast? It teaches us how to keep the word. If the the fulfillment comes immediately, there's no need to keep the word because the word has already happened. But he wants to train us in how to keep the word of God. Um, And that means to keep the word means to esteem, to value the word of God. The Song of Solomon says, kiss me with the kisses of your mouth. He's kissing us with his words, so that his words will be on our lips again, he's looking for the Word of God that was is within us, and the Word of God coming out of us. How are you going to transform the earth through the Word of God? How did he transform the earth through the Word of God? He was the Word, the living Word. He walked around and as he spoke, so it was done. Shondi alaka. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight," said David. Number four, it creates in us the fruits of the spirit. The number one thing that actually creates in our inner man fruits of the spirit is long suffering, because it's an eternal, it's an internal, not an external circumstance. When when external things hit you, trauma. Difficult situations, relational things, those are external. But I'm telling you, patience is an internal work, and it will grab hold of you and define who you are and who you aren't. And it's like a mirror being held up when you're having to wait for the promise of who you truly are and what you truly believe. Number five, it trains us in spiritual warfare. You will not war. I'll tell you what, you, you will war for your promise. You will war against the enemy that comes in and begins to speak to you the opposite of what God has said. Because God has spoken, it is done, and his word is true. And the enemy will come in and say, did God really say that? Well, that promise is actually for everybody else, but you're disqualified because of all of these reasons. And he comes in and he begins to tell us, all of these things that are not true and do not line up with the word of God. And we've got to get on the shield of faith, right? And we've got to get the sword of the spirit and begin to cut the head off of that nasty stinking snake and say, my God is not a liar. And it could come out of you with like a little whimper because I don't know about you, but some days I'm like, man, I'm good. I'm strong. I'm in faith. I'm feeling good. And then the very next day, I'm like a baby on the floor in a puddle going, not, I don't even know my name. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> you forgot about me. You know, I'm fine one minute. I'm not fine the next minute. The minute I'm fine. I'm not fine. It's like spiritual schizophrenia here. You know, it's like, oh, patience i got to get those intercessors on my wall. (laughs) There is something in the human heart and mind that God knows needs to be perfected, and delay creates the faith that we need to truly believe who he is and what he has said. The second thing, delay creates, oh, I'm going Roman numerals. That was the first Roman numeral. Uh, uh, Let me see. The first Roman numeral was delay perfects. Second Roman numeral, delay creates suffering. <laughs> I think I already reviewed this, but I'm going to go ahead and quote Hebrews. Even, through, uh, even though Jesus was God's son, he learned obedience from the things that he suffered. Ha- uh, and having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Okay, so here's the deal. As we walk this out, there is, there is no suffering like having to wait it truly goes against everything that every way that we've been created because we are actually know that we are created to win it's in us because the guy that did all of the work and the victor lives within us and so we know we're supposed to win we know that god is faithful but we're stuck in this place between the promise and uh, or the the prophecy and the promise in this land called the wilderness and, and, and it doesn't mean that, that the journey in that wilderness is going to be bad. It could be good. It could be joyful. It could be wonderful. And the good news is that he said, I, I went through this same suffering, and I understand. So God does not leave us in this place. But he goes on this journey of patience and delay with us he's always beside us and what I love is how when we're when we can't go any farther he comes and he says okay here I'm going to give you a shot in the arm or I'm going to have somebody call you up on the phone say I just was in prayer this morning and I felt like the Lord wanted uh, me to give you this word and so so it just kind of gets us back up and it says okay I'm going to keep going I'm going to keep going because it's all on him right uh, the third Roman numeral um, delay builds our faith. As I was saying, delay asks the question: What do we believe in the face of delay and in the face of the impossible? What do we really believe? Strong's Concordance says this about patience: It defines patience as the characteristic of a man or a woman who are not moved by their deliver are not moved from their deliberate purpose. And their loyalty to faith and piety, even in the greatest trials and sufferings. They stand. When you have done all to stand, stand. Do not move out of what he said. Guys, I can't tell you how many times people have told me that I'm insane for what I do for the things that I believe, I've actually been um, criticized by people saying that, that what, you, what God has spoken to you is too great and it's not going to happen. It's too great. It's too much. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to stand on the word and I'm going to believe that God can do the impossible. You know? Patience is the weight that we lift in order to build our muscles of faith. So, thank goodness we have some great examples. The fathers of faith in Hebrews. We've got Abraham, the father of faith that waited 25 years. You know, again, let's not even go to the Ishmael thing. Um, We've got Moses, the deliverer who waited 80 years. Right? That guy, that's patience. I mean, I would have hit that rock long ago, you know. I would have done that. I mean, but he waited 40 years. He was in the desert on the backside of the desert waiting. And and the Lord, he was like, forget it. He thought he was disqualified because of murder. He didn't know God was going to show up in a burning bush. You know, he was still waiting. This thing, this should give us so much hope. I think about this all the time. I'm like Moses. There was Moses, totally unqualified, sitting around with all those stinking sheep, you know? Zipporah in there making babies and and you know, lambs too. I don't know. But but I I feel that way all the time, but it gives me such encouragement that I can look at that and say, you know what, God, you even showed up them. He wasn't doing anything. He wasn't like, was he fasting and praying? No. He's just tending the sheep. He was resting, right? God shows up. Then he goes in to Egypt, gets everybody, brings them back out, and he's thinking, whoa, I did it. Another 40 years in the wilderness. <laughs> ah! 80 years. I can't even imagine. And, he, and then he never even saw the promise, but the promise is fulfilled through you. Okay. Amen. All right. David, he was the king that waited around 15 years. So he gets anointed, dude. You're going to be king. Let me. Samuel comes along. He's the ruddy guy on the backside of the wilderness again. He's not even one of the good-looking ones that's strong and powerful. You know the warriors, but he's a little ruddy guy. You know that that the, I, the mother didn't even like. The father didn't even like. Right? He kind of had that thing, and and so they bring him in. he pours oil. Think about how that must have made him feel. I'm the anointed one. I'm going to be king. La, 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 la. Okay, I'm, I'm in the cave of Adullam. I'm running for my life. The guy who I thought was going to be my father is trying to kill me. This is not good. I've been abandoned. I've been betrayed. I'm, I'm you know, thank goodness for all those guys that hung out with him. I mean, you know, all the, the giant slayers. So at least, you know, there was um, company and misery. Misery and company. Anyway. Anyway. Um, David, again, said this, how long, O Lord? This was him crying out during those 15 years. He's like, how long, O Lord? Come on. I got the oil still in my hair, you know? It was dripping down my little red, not very long beard, you know? And that's the way we feel. It's like, this doesn't look like what I thought it would look like. Joseph was a provider and a ruler, waited 13 years. They throw him in the pit. You know, he's totally betrayed by the brothers he's supposed to love, you know. But in those times and in those seasons where they were in the delay, God was working in them the very thing that he needed them to have internally in order to carry the glory and to be able to fulfill the promise. So, uh, Roman numeral number five, how to sustain and grow in faith and patience during the delay. Number one, ask for wisdom in faith. I read to you um, in James, hold on. James one through three, where he says, "Count it all joy when you count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience." And then it goes down, and he says this, uh, uh, talking about patience. Listen, if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and and without reproach that it may be given to him. And he's like, listen, during this time of, of of having to wait and you're in these trials, ask me for wisdom during this time because I'm going to give it to you, and that will actually aid you in the waiting. Number two, seek to know the ways of God and his goodness. Joseph said this to his brothers who were like, oh, you know, sorry we threw you into that pit and now you're feeding us. Oh, look, you know, the prophecy was true of what you said. And, and, and Joseph said this, he said, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. And, and so seek to know the ways of God God is good period end of story there's nothing to add to that Bam he is good and if you're waiting and in and hurting on the inside it's like he's saying to you I am good even in these trials because of the uh, because of what I'm doing in you number three ask for more grace there are times when um, uh, we were waiting for uh, the house of prayer to really be established and the things of God in our life. And uh, we had so many things that were like going the opposite direction. And I had to cry out and say, God, give me more faith. It says in, I believe it's second Timothy, that grace has been appointed to us from the beginning of time. Guys, that grace is like an account in heaven and you can pull on it. And the minute that you say, I need a deposit of that grace, all of a sudden your, your circumstances do not change, but your perspective does. And you're like, whoa, okay, I can go another day. Praise the Lord. The fourth thing is worshiping him in the midst of waiting. Man, worship just those coals on that stinking devil's head that's trying to tell you that you are not worthy or you're not going to receive the promise or that God never made the promise to begin with. Number five, continue to keep his word by speaking it out loud and declaring it to the devil and declaring to the devil, God is not a liar. I do this in my car. I drive around in my car and when I've kind of reached that point where I can't go any further and the enemy is just hitting my head, you know, and my mind and telling me all of the reasons why I'm disqualified and all of the reasons why I've missed it. I have to seriously just say, um, God is not a liar and here are the things that he spoke to me and those things have to come out of our mouths and worship God and just put coals on the devil's head. Keep His word. The promise is God. It's not money. It's not ministry. Delay creates opportunity to seek him and please him. You know, I really felt like, um, as in the word of God, how delay made great leaders out of men. That God is raising up champions of faith in this hour. Because I've never in my life seen so much delay in, uh, that has lasted in such a long period of time and I just want us to be encouraged this morning that we're in really good company and the book of Hebrews says very clearly that while these men did not see the city of God these great men of faith that that is going to be fulfilled through us and we, our patience and the delays that we're going through is actually being joined with theirs. All of those prayers, all of that waiting, our waiting is joining with their wait, waiting and bringing forth a great harvest in us, a great promise in us. Because just as it was in the New Testament, when with the first uh, time that Jesus or the disciples were fishing, the net broke. The second time, the net is not going to break. You are that second net. You are that second harvest. You are that last in time bringing in the strength of your net. It's going to be stronger than it was even with the first church. So let the delay have its work in you and praise God for it. Praise God for the work that's been going on over the last 10 to 15 years in your heart. Because I will tell you, and I'm prophesying to you, that delay is coming to an end. It is coming to an end. And I'll tell you how I know. The Lord told me and prophesied to me years ago. I had this open vision of Dallas. And I saw these whirlwinds that were coming to Dallas. And it was like a wall coming up from the south. And these whirlwinds, what they did is they shifted everything in the spirit and what happened is that light came into his sons of the sons of God those that were part of this prayer thing were all of the sudden illuminated and they could actually now go out in the storm and and were light translucent and everything they touched they set free every person they touched were automatically delivered set free cleansed. And think about the power of that, guys. Think about the power of that. This uh, tornado that came through here, there were 11 tornadoes, 11 shift. There were 11 tornadoes that hit down in Dallas in December. (laughs) That is so incredibly rare. And John and I looked at the map and we saw that there was a, we saw the air, the temperature, There was a warm temperature, and there was cold temperature, and the convergence of the two of them was the very center of Dallas. That those two things were hitting each other, which is why we were uh, in, in, in the swirl that we are in yesterday. And so I believe with all my heart that as we close out this year, God has spoken it through the prophets that this year will not end without seeing a great light. And so I just want everybody to stand and I want us to um, receive this. Because if God is with us, who can be against us? Amen? And the word says that patient endurance is what we need now, but that the patience uh, that has done a work in us has actually created a champion. It has created a champion in me, and it has created a champion in you. So, Holy Spirit, would you come now? Holy Spirit, would you come? I thank you, God, for the wisdom of your ways. God, I thank you for the wisdom of waiting. I thank you for the wisdom of patience and that that patience has had a perfect work in our hearts. Thank you, Father, that over the past 10 to 15 years, you have gone deep, deep, deep in the body of Christ. So that you would have grand champions of faith in the earth, that we believe you we believe you, God. We believe you. I believe you, God. Just tell him, I believe you, God, that your word over my life is true, that the word of your mouth, God, is going to be the word that is in my mouth. And I just thank you for it, God. I thank you. Would you now release the light, the light, the shining ones, God, may the glory of the Lord rise upon us, God, that when we leave this place, Father, we would not be the same today. That it was a sign and a wonder what happened yesterday. God, would you bless all of the families that were hurt and all the property damaged. But God, we just receive what you're doing in the spirit. And I love you, God. And we bless you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen.